0: If you look at the reviews for this film, just pick say Rotten Tomatoes. The audience loved it, 66%. Unfortunately, those people are idiots. (laughs) The critics got it right this time and there's a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is one of the lower scores I can ever recall seeing. Greetings, savory inferiors, and welcome to Vampire Insider, the unofficial podcast of the Anne Rice Immortal Universe. Each week, co-hosts Christina LaRusso, Joanne Palumbo, and myself, Mark Snedeker, recap and analyze episodes, delve into Anne Rice's library, and have in-depth discussions of other works about the supernatural. This week, we've done the impossible. We've decided to take on the 2002 cinematic tour de force, Queen of the Damned, starring Stuart Townsend and Aaliyah. I just can't wait to get into this, you guys. So without any further ado, hello, Christina LaRusso. Hello, Joanne Palumbo.
1: Hello, Mark. Hello, hello, everyone. Hi,
2: Mark Snedeker. Hi, Christina Laban. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I know. I'm married it to got Simon LeBond now, everyone.
0: So for those who haven't been following our Twitter, Christina and I went to the Duran Duran concert last night in Sunrise, Florida. And I am not exaggerating when I say it. at least a half a dozen times, she just looked at me and screamed. <laughs> <laughs> like just wildly screamed at me.
1: That's the Ur fandom for me. Yeah. And so my voice is a little scratchy, a little bit, and um yeah i mean i was 14 again it was great it was a great experience
0: it was amazing so we're uh that's why christina's voice might be a little uh little less strong let's say than it usually is Mm. but uh, we're going to soldier through so uh, i guess we're we have michael reimer to blame for this movie but before i start casting aspersions christina what would you like to say to start us off
1: why don't we go around and do a hot take on the movie, each of us, uh, Joe, why don't we start with you? I know you have a lot of opinions to share.
2: Um, absolutely. So before I give my hot take, can I give a shout out to somebody? Of course. So I want to shout out Krista who is a friend and co-worker of my sister, Connie, who faithfully listens to our podcast. Krista, if I ever say anything shitty about my sister, I'm going to trust that you're not going to go back and tell her. And also, thank you for listening to us. Love you. My well, sister is, is cool. my sister's afraid of vampires. So well, she doesn't I mean, listen because she doesn't understand any of the things we talk about. So I'm not afraid of vampires. In fact, I'm I meeting three not. of them in less than a week
1: that's a shout out i'd like to do which is if you are going to be at that show at the at the same convention as joanne vampire diaries you're gonna it's the the vampire
2: Vampire diaries Diaries convention in parsippany at the hilton uh next weekend the
1: 24th and 25th so send us an email if you'd like to meet joanne we're going to actually you're going to be interviewing vampire fans and asking them some vampire questions and i'm going to try to interview i'm going to try to ask a question Of the vampires.
2: I don't know if they're going to answer them, but I'm going to try it. So, all right, my hot take on Queen of the Damned movie, you know, because I'm such a positive person by nature. (laughs) And the only thing I could really come up with is I had never realized how beautiful Aaliyah was, even though she looked super creepy in this movie, but that was pretty much the only positive takeaway I could get from this, which, you know, rest in peace Aaliyah, but. You did dodge a bullet with that whole R. Kelly thing. Um, (laughs) Not wrong. (laughs) The movie was just got awful. The special effects, the music. I'm not an avid book reader of this series, but I noticed something really that doesn't make any sense. And maybe we can dig into that in a little bit. It was just fucking awful, Mark.
0: Are you blaming me for this?
2: Yeah, I am. (laughs) Um, I mean, on a scale of one to ten, I give it a negative five.
1: I'm of two minds about it. If we are judging it as an adaptation of Anne Rice, then it is an abject failure with the exception maybe of the music, the soundtrack. I thought the soundtrack was pretty good, but no, it was, it was bad. I mean, I think that, I think that Aaliyah wasn't very good in this. What was the movie that she was in before this? Romeo Must Die? Romeo Must Die, yes. She was good in that. And, and I think that um, this was definitely not her finest work. Stuart Townsend, I think could have done a good job as Lestat, but the material was so bad. I certainly liked him as a visual Lestat better than Tom Cruise. If they had done the same kind of makeup with him yeah. that they had with Cruise and Pitt in Interview, then I would have been much more on board with him and he has a better voice for it. Tom Cruise's voice is just too high. Now everybody knows that I don't like Tom Cruise. So, you know, t- you have to take all of this with a grain of salt. I'm not a fan of Tom Cruise's casting in, in interviews. So the story made no sense. <laughs> send, send, send. Zero sense. But generally, no, this is a thumbs down. The only good that is gonna come out of this, I think, is that this is gonna be a funny podcast because I imagine that there's gonna be a lot of roasting. Mark?
0: I think this ruined several careers, (laughs) and I'll talk about that later. You know me, I'm all about, you know, does the film stand on its own, you know, divorced from the book? Obviously, it's not going to make any sense if you try to tie it to the book very closely because they just, as Christina pointed out in our personal and private conversations that we occasionally have, that it, it... You just can't even discuss it. There were so many differences, right? They used the character names and sort of the plot a little bit, but even on its own, the fact that they just left out the backstory for almost every character and then, and they're important characters, like say, you know, Akasha, she was the titular character, so nothing about her, nothing about the twins.
1: Well, the one of the twins was missing.
0: Yeah. Nothing about, you know, any of the other. Vampires that showed up there at the end. Louis
1: seems not to have existed at all. Oh,
0: there's no Louis. There is only Zool. (laughs) So it was really quite awful. And I just left me with
2: so many questions.
0: Yes. And one of the questions would be why did they make this movie? Anne Rice did not have good things to say about this coming into this movie.
1: After all after it was over. But she did like Stuart Townsend going into it.
0: She did, but she she also wanted to write the screenplay. Well, she had, wanted
1: to do Lestat. She yeah. wanted to do the Vampire Lestat. Right. And
0: she said it made no sense to do Queen of the Damned without the Lestat backstory or indeed any of the other backstory for any of the characters, mm-hmm. but whatever. Uh, Warner Brothers, I guess, inherited the rights by buying some other shitty film company and uh, they had to shoot this thing or they lost the rights. So they just decided to wing it, I guess.
1: You know, actually, this came out much later than I thought it did.
0: Yeah, it was but 2003. 2000, I
1: think two that it was finally released. Right. I think they shot it earlier though. Like well, in they 2000. had to
0: she died in she died 2000. in 2000. 2000? Yeah. yeah.
1: So it sat on the sat on the shelf for quite some time. Well, they just had remember they
0: sh- they just had to get it shot so they didn't so the rights didn't revert. Yeah. back to Anne Rice.
1: As you mentioned, it was meant to be it was they decided to jump ahead and do Queen of the Damned and not do Lestat because Lestat they thought was too difficult to do because of how involved it is, I guess, and
0: do a 2 parter See, that's back that's, before, that's they before they did. before they did a lot of sequels other than Star Wars. Right. Yeah.
1: So, cuz some of this was some of this was stuff that was in the Vampire Lestat. Yeah. Some of it was just not at all anywhere. The characters were the characters, but these characters were acting in ways that they wouldn't and that there's no basis in, in canon for it.
0: And that's okay, but there's not even a good reason for those departures, right? It's not like it made the story better, certainly. No. In fact, Christina, I have a very important question to ask you.
1: Yes. And then
2: I have a question for both of you. Perfect.
0: As a sophisticated and well-educated businesswoman. Who should I go to, to try to get my $3 and 95 cents back?
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna write this down. Hold on, let me get my notepad. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I overpaid
0: I guys, for that movie.
2: You guys really hated it a lot more, I think, than I. I feel I, like I Amazon like should have gave me $3 95. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. should
1: pay you to like, watch Like We it.
0: will take that digital copy off your hands for the small fee of $20.
1: The writing was terrible. All of it was terrible, but they had,
0: They had some decent actors.
1: If you if you take it and you just say this has nothing to do with Anne Rice, except the names of these characters have been used before. Right. Everything that you know about their backstories based on her. Uh, And by the way,
0: based on this film, you know zero about anybody's backstories.
1: So you wouldn't even have to. But here's the thing: if you watch that movie and don't think, "Okay, I'm expecting an Anne Rice," there are elements of it that are culty so bad it's funny. Yeah. (laughs) that i think would cause people to watch it and say you know okay and it's got a i thought a pretty good soundtrack so it's got that going for you. i did not like the music
0: yeah they weren't trying to write rocky horror no
1: they weren't trying to be the the, and, and i'm not i think that it's just accidental and one of those movies that is so bad that you go it's so bad that it's oddly good like uh showgirls is a good example of that
0: You hate watch it, right? You hate
1: watch it or you enjoy how, how ridiculous it is. It's so absurd that I love it. I love this craziness. And I think that if I had no expectations based on the books, that that movie would fit into that kind of little box. Yeah.
0: I honestly got from a vibe standpoint, less Dracula and more Vampiros lesbos. (laughs) What? not nearly enough gay stuff well happening. i'm just saying but in in terms of film quality oh, quality
1: i got yeah, yeah. you okay yeah. <laughs> I was gonna and say. like
0: it was it was like inexplicably poor lighting a lot of the time and flashing lights and just like random shit on the screen at some point but we'll we'll talk about this in greater detail i guess but my hot take is it was hot trash it
2: was hot Hot trash, it was so steaming pile of trash. For instance, the fact that their special effects and fire makes Mayfair Witches look like a billion dollar production.
0: Absolutely, (laughs) let's talk about that. The film craft really wasn't there for me, and they gave Aaliyah some weird direction like, All right, here's what we want every time you move. We want you to be a snake
2: <laughs> yeah why were her hips moving like i don't know that? I don't but know. she's like
0: and it, it honestly at a certain point it was almost like an snl sketch she's like i will now sashay into the other rooms <laughs> i'm like are you akasha or ka the snake
1: to seduce
0: Mowgli at some point here
2: when models walk the runway and they do yeah. that with their hips that's what i felt like she did the entire movie I like she had know, to have been it, tired afterwards
0: it was so <laughs> distracting they're like we just really want to see if this costume will move
2: at all and times it <laughs> does
0: who
1: turned will stop? not
0: not mario not Marius,
1: uh, right okay magnus. okay magnus is who now. another ancient one yeah thoroughly confused i'm like yeah. wait a
2: minute i thought <laughs> the guy who turned him was magnus and he fucking killed himself. He yeah. did. And, he did. And you they're know,
0: like, we're going to have no backstory information right. here. So we might as well just use whoever the fuck we want to say he turned so, him. so
2: all of a sudden, this Marius, I'm like, wait a minute. Something doesn't seem right. And I'm like, A, he's alive past, you know, post-Louis. Right. B, that's not the guy who turned him, I didn't think. And C, what, what the fuck am I watching? That's really right. what I kept asking myself.
1: To tell the story about Lestat's turning and how he would then encounter Marius, yeah, you have to tell a whole long story about how he encounters. Yeah, you have to do
0: the wolf killer stuff. You have to and do yeah, you
1: have to do Lestat in Paris and how he gets seen by Magnus and yeah. So you know, people do you you do that. You'll combine characters. Yeah. It, it make was them composites of yeah. multiple, and but this is very common when they do book adaptations.
0: I was going to say it was jarring, but it's the least of their egregious sins. Probably.
2: Uh, so, well, it the, was pretty egregious to me because it confused the shit out of yeah,
1: me. Yeah, yeah, no, it is, it is, it, it is confusing. And it's, it's one of those points that I think that book people who really like the books really would take umbrage with because it's stupid and of course me saying this right this sounds really ridiculous but it's not how it's supposed to be and i can deal with adaptation i can deal deal with change i can deal with composite characters i can deal with all of that as long as it's true to the material but it's not true to the spirit of the material at all there's nothing about this that is true they have Watered down Armand, who is a massively important character yeah. to this kid
0: on the side who has three lines, who,
1: who went to the, uh, Alexandra Dario uh, school, oh, yeah. open yeah. mouth. Oh, he I'm did. sorry. The blonde with the curly hair
2: was Armand. That's Armand. Yeah. Sh- I must've tuned that out. I didn't realize yeah. well, that. Well, they didn't
0: really make a big he deal out of it. at the end. Yeah. They don't really make a big deal out of it because they didn't want you to know too much of the story.
1: They don't want you. <laughs> That's right. They don't want you <laughs> to know. Like-
0: I never- I, my my whole philosophy of this film is to hide the narrative from my <laughs> audience.
2: You know, okay. you know they say keep them confused is the number yeah. one rule in
1: filmmaking. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's Armand, and of course Marius. <laughs> is Armand's sire.
0: He is.
1: So that's where, you know, that's where there could be a connection. And Armand is just there as as one a, of the vampires as one of, getting the vampire, together. as one of the Scooby gang. He is
0: the Scooby. I was just going to say he's <laughs> like the, they're like the Scooby gang. They're he like, is Velma. <laughs> all right. All right. We got like homeless looking vampire. You <laughs> know, we got the chubby kid. He's yeah. good. <laughs> oh, maybe the mouth a little wider open. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. 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 And then we have some classically trained actress. You know who we're lena gonna olin. we're gonna ruin her career didn't
1: ruin her. that oh, was jesse well, i have
0: things to say
1: no lena olin the uh, who Maharet. played Maharet. yeah oh oh okay is the totality of
2: lestat's music career the one song he performed in the concert
1: in the desert no they have an album it, well and this is what you would learn from <laughs> you would learn if they told you any of his backstory. So when he when he awakes, he he joins the band. But they have put out an album and then they they're also doing rock music videos, which is which is what Mark jokes about. But I'm saying like, was there ever any other concerts or was that it? No, that's it. Just the one concert. Oh, fucking a one concert. Because what happens at the concert, they attack is, him. They attack him. And and so that happens in- was thought was short lived. He's he's short lived in the in the books. He's he's short-lived. After he does Lestat's got like some ADHD or something. The way he changes careers, like he's like, Well, I'm I'm hyper focused on being a rock star. Before that, you know, I was hyper focused on being an actor. Right. And my whole life, you know, I'm this is in The Vampire Lestat. I'm running away from my family to go and be an actor. And, uh, you know, he's, he gets hyper-focused on things and then, you know, for however many years, and then he's like, okay, okay I'm, I'm bored, I'm, I'm bored now. Now I'm going to do something to see how far I can push the envelope. right? And that's mm-hmm. what he does with the rock star thing. Well, well you, you hear it in, in this and queen of the damned. We can't let people know that we're here, that that's right. not sure. Keep on the DL. Yeah. And so that's one of the rules and Lestat flaunts it and he just, he, well, he people sings, thought it was a
2: shtick, though. They didn't really believe he well, was a vampire. Yeah, but,
1: but it's out there and then people might get, you know, there might, might be some, suspicious. You, you know, you might, right. So anyway, he does what he does and- And Marius has, is
0: just going around like, let's well, stop. Don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious, don't be <laughs> suspicious, don't be suspicious. Exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, but Lestat's the kind of guy is like, okay, I did a rock music video concert and everybody loved it and there was a lot of killing. What should I do next? I'm I'm bored. I will set fire to Turkey. You know, whatever. I mean, he just does random crazy shit. It's like, perhaps I will kill all people with red hair. Yeah, just like random. Here's what I'm going to
1: do I'm going to change back into a human body. Oh, yeah. There you (laughs) go. I'm going to meet Christ.
0: Yes. And I'm going to drink his blood. which is super normal i was so befuddled by the film that but i was I be, you know what I the biggest disappointment wrong. was in mm-hmm. the entire film at no point did he address tough cookie
1: there was no one that ever used her there, name i know
0: like there's random girls in the band like, who's tough one of, cookie
1: one of the band members yeah. in, oh. in Lestat's band tough cookie that woman is a is it's her the name, worst name, tough it's cookie. the worst character
0: name of all time i'm and sorry
1: I was, Anne rice what were you thinking
0: <laughs> so we we're so i was so looking i was like just say tough cookie just to say tough cookie come over here and you know tune my guitar or whatever or like tough cookie you're rushing rushing the chorus you know whatever just say something to tough cookie and he didn't say a goddamn word to her the entire time no, nothing It's
1: so disappointing <laughs>
0: And I looked on IMDb. They don't even credit anybody oh, as Tough Cookie. No
1: one says they didn't. Well, I mean. I'm sorry, They credit, Mark.
0: They credit all the other vampires that they never mentioned their name. She's Miel not a vampire. or whatever. She's not No, a I know. But I'm just saying yeah. like all the obscure characters, they all at least got credited. Yeah. Tragic oversight. I'm a, a, you know, in a sea of
1: oversights. Oh, I was going to say, there's a lot. <laughs> An
0: ocean of problems. <laughs> this is the one that struck me.
2: I feel like the people who wrote this movie had the exact same level of knowledge about the books that I do. Less less they were like oh I watched that movie interview with the vampire and I read these books 20 years ago I'm gonna make a movie about it
0: I would love to have heard the producer director or whoever make that excuse that I you know I just didn't have the resource like bro Anne rice was banging down your door on the daily to ask <laughs> to write the script now I can understand not having her write the script right because she has no idea how to edit herself she's and script writing is very different from novel writing
1: also she's extremely close to the material and yeah. could very easily get into the weeds.
0: It would be a 12-hour movie. Yeah. But you can't say you didn't have resources. You could have run some things by her like, hey, who is this Maharet character anyway? Right? Maybe we should say something about that. But no, they just they're like, uh, I read the back cover of the book. I think I'm good.
2: I kept thinking about and maybe I shouldn't have, but I was interview with the vampire, the TV series Lestat, and you know, Sam Reed. And his portrayal of Lestat and that version of Lestat that I'm in love with. Nothing made any sense. Like the way, any decision that Lestat made in the in the movie, I was like, that's so not Lestat. And I know that's not fair. They should be standalone. But I, I couldn't separate it for some reason. I think because it was so boring, I just needed something to stimulate my mind. And I well. just kept thinking that. I don't feel like he would have drank Jesse's blood. I just, I feel like there were moments where I was like, something's not right. And, and is that how it is in the book?
0: I think it's fair to compare performances and portrayals of a character by different actors, right? You can say who is the best Hamlet, you know, you can do things mm-hmm. like that. And you can certainly, I mean, I don't think anybody will really argue that Sam Reed isn't a better Lestat than anybody who's ever played
2: Lestat. Oh, hundred percent.
0: And that doesn't mean that nobody else could play Lestat theoretically, but it is very difficult to now see somebody else playing Lestat. That's not Sam Reed.
2: It's more like the decisions that Lestat was making or just just everything about him in this movie. Like I could see him wanting to be like Lestat from the series, wanting to be famous and be known because he's a narcissist and all that. But even the way like he was kind of hiding in the shadows and was talking to Jesse, I just didn't feel... I'm like this. That's just not the Lestat that I that I like. Right. I don't that's know, not if, the brat prince. I'm that's
0: just a brat. Right. Right.
2: What? right. It yeah. Is, like yeah. I, I'm not. It's not even necessarily because it's not Sam Reed that I can kind of divorce out of my mind, but just the type of Lestat that he plays. His personality just wouldn't be that way as he was in the movie.
1: I no, I agree with you, and all of that, like him. Turning Jesse. He is not Jesse's sire. Uh right. in the books. I agree with you that this character did not. I guess the only thing where I kind of thought, yeah, okay, but also it was one of the weirder moments. And I was like, the fuck just happened? How did that happen? Was when <laughs> the band was practicing and he had discovered them because he had been asleep. They yes. woke him up and he went to go and join the band. Yeah. And he just like all of a sudden appeared and started singing. They were playing, and all yeah. of a sudden, this weird voice was going. And I'm like, mm-hmm. "What the hell?" I mean, and, and they turn around, and he's like supine on a yeah. on a on a um,
0: speaker cabinet, speaker or
1: cabinet or something like that. And they're like, "My God, your voice, tough cookie." I think yeah, that was that tough was
0: probably cookie. tough cookie, but we'll never know. Well, we're going to But Mark
1: didn't
2: Mark didn't get his tough cookie moment. I no, sure didn't. But that's tough cookie, so we're just going to yeah. call her
0: tough cookie. And I, I mean. I think Stuart Townsend was a, I agree with you, is a better actor than he was allowed to be in that film. Yes. But he did make some choices. Uh-huh. And there were at least three instances that I can recall where he looked straight up like Gollum. <laughs>
2: Oh, those black like circles! He was—he was two
0: seconds away from my preciousing his way through that scene.
2: His hair was like scraggly at one yeah. point. Yeah, so like it was, pale.
0: Yeah, and the,
2: the black circles and the nails—it's just then like he just did this
0: bulgy-eyed stare thing
2: yeah what? i wanted what? to find him attractive because i do think he's an attractive attractive guy but it he did not do it for me i was actually found Aaliyah more attractive than i did him in this because you know i always look for the superficial to get me through everything
0: yeah it's <laughs> so like you know is he at least hot
2: yeah no like i was like all right Aliyah's hot but what's she doing with her hips
1: so let's quickly we both t- we've all touched on it a little bit here let's talk quickly about the styling the the vampire makeup which is mm-hmm. dreadful we've all pointed it out you go from this very beautiful nuanced with like the veins that you could yeah. see on the side of their faces yeah. in in interviews so you have a standard right for what you know this is what an interview with a vampire vampire looks like they couldn't even be bothered to do that
0: no, I think it's their like, budget you know
2: was
1: like something like $18 or
2: something. Yeah, it's like <laughs> and it hit, them a,
0: <laughs> hit them with a powder puff and jam some overly large fucking teeth into their mouth. Uh, yeah, their teeth. why like,
2: did they have a- so many fangs? That a- was <laughs> a- Aaliyah,
0: Aaliyah had like four people's teeth in her mouth. <laughs> Were they fucking shark like, she was like. I don't know. Maybe in case some fall out or something, but they were like, you know what? I bet we can fit another pair of teeth in there. Another set of teeth in there. <laughs> now the outfits were okay.
1: I thought the outfits were good. I and like, his, his rock star clothes. I yeah, thought Man, they're, they're okay. Yeah. I
0: thought Marius's outfit looked, you know, reasonable. I, I
2: had, I had no, no issue with the costumes. I thought yeah. they were okay. The makeup was the makeup bad.
0: Was not. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, you know, it was lazy. Right? They're like all right vampires now they did do something to make their hands kind of knobbly and with long nails and stuff I guess
1: and like the special effect around the um the statues when those who must be kept were still yeah. sa- statues and then they showed Enkel I mean Enkel never even wakes up no. she just takes them out in he statue got, form yeah, it looks just, like she she's like got got toe up. He was like, you know, that was just such a stupid, you couldn't, it flashed so quickly that I actually had to pause it and go back and like, what am I even looking at
0: Um. Yeah. So that was not great. The stages, also not great. I don't think, just because I found it very confusing to watch this movie, not just from a story standpoint, but visually, right? They didn't have like a single visual theme. I don't think they were just like,
2: When you say stages, what do you mean? You mean like, like you
0: know, the sets, right? Uh Oh, yeah. So I didn't,
2: I, at the stage in particular.
0: Yeah. You know what it looks like when you you have like a single lamp hanging from a ceiling and somebody comes by and swats it and it just kind of swings back and forth and creates very confusing lighting. I'm pretty sure that's what they did. <laughs> because it's just like it's light, it's dark, it's light, it's dark. Wait, stop. I, I thought I saw something there.
1: Well, there's no continuity, right? That's in exactly how right. Well, you know, there is so, continuity. It sucks from beginning to end. Yeah. I believe. How this works people who they'll, they'll they'll have a theme and it might be they're trying to tell you something with the scenery or the Sure, you know, whatever's going on and they may be trying to communicate something so it's not impossible that you know from scene to scene something might change but a lot of times There's a thread. That's why. What's the uh, trend that right now I'm seeing? Oh, where they
0: show the color band? Where
1: they show what? No, where they show. The spectrum of the whole um, movie? Show my day and my life in Milwaukee, but as if it was uh, filmed by Wes Anderson. So it's like that.
0: Right. Because you know what the look is in a Wes Anderson movie, and he continues that theme throughout Mm -hmm. the movie, right?
1: And I think that that is what you're trying to say. There's no recognizable, it doesn't seem like there's a rhyme or reason to the choices that they're making on any given set?
0: Most of the aesthetic, honestly, as we went through this, to me, was more of like a 70s porno shoot.
1: That's what you said. (laughs)
0: Yeah, like it's just, well, I said vampire, I said vampire lesbos, but this seriously, yeah. it's like a seven. I mean, it's like Deep Throat is being shot at this on the same set as Queen of the Damned.
1: Actually, it's not even Deep Throat. It it tries to be a little bit more artistic. You know yeah. what this is. Debbie Does Dallas? No, it's Manuel.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Well, Manuel at least had some, you know, they like would soften her up with put Vaseline on the lens or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, well, I
1: mean, I think that they're trying to do some of that.
0: Trying to go to for sensual. They're trying to sultry. go for
1: sensual. And that's why she kept moving that yeah, way. I guess. You know? So someone's like communicate sensual.
0: See Val Kilmer in the Doors movie. He can slink into a room as mm-hmm. Jim Morrison without wiggling like a novelty toy. Right?
2: <laughs> she was like a hula dancer on a
1: dashboard. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a hula girl on somebody's on the wind, on dashboard. The, on, the, on
0: the dashboard, yes. That's perfect.
1: <laughs> oh my God, that's so good. When you
2: were saying the thing about stages, it went right over my head and I thought you meant the actual concert stage, oh, which yeah, I do want to talk about, because I, that to me was a was like one of the only good shots that I found in this whole movie was when they pulled back and like, you could see the whole crowd and the flames were coming up on the side. I just thought it was very, um, looked like it would be a fun place to be when I was in my Mm twenties on some sort of drug or something.
1: Absolutely. Trying to be positive. I thought, I thought the concert looked cool. It was filmed actually in Australia, standing in for Death Valley.
2: Really? I didn't know That's a
1: little bit of trivia. Yeah. And they went around and they got, they rounded up a bunch of young people that look in their mind were goths and brought them, bust them out there to this. Location where they well are. we
2: know they didn't pay the money to CGI them in
1: so. no <laughs>
0: <They definitely laughs> that's didn't. for sure they're like all right there's a bunch of calls for extras this year uh you can either be in a rock concert for Queen of the Dam and then there's somebody's making something called Lord of the Rings I don't know whatever <laughs> but whichever one you guys want to go to let's do it
1: I also found great laughter in that scene because I mm. think it was one place where I felt like they were kind of channeling. Lestat in the theater in the book where he like does like all these crazy. Okay, he flips, flips in and the moves. Well, because he does. Yeah, the all course. their vamp moves were really cheesy. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, because he does do that in Paris.
1: In Paris, at, right? in the theater, and he, he freaks vamp- everybody out the, before it becomes a the theater of vampires right. when he's part of the, the uh, theater troupe and he jumps up and he does like fifteen flips in the air yes. <laughs> without landing.
0: My position is that this film didn't just damage the Immortal Universe franchise. Thankfully, not irreparably, thanks to uh, Interview, the TV show, not the movie. But I think it did have a horrific and continuing effect on the people involved with this project. The only person I'll say off the top who I think escaped it a little bit was Lena Olin. Great actress, right?
1: She was groundbreaking for me as Sabina in... The unbearable lightness of being. Yeah.
0: Here's what Lena Olin had to bring to the table to avoid being dragged down by this movie. All right, are you ready? Yeah. All right. First of all, she's Swedish. (laughs) So that probably helped, right? She could just like leave the country if she had to. But she went to the, this is funny. She went to the Swedish National Academy of Mime and Acting.
2: (laughs) Stop it. (laughs)
0: Which is kind of like saying, this is the Royal Academy of kazoo and or orque- orchestral performance. <laughs> a mime <laughs> like, Academy? <laughs> well, no, she didn't, I don't think she did a lot of the mime stuff. I think she did the acting part, but it's When it's you graduate,
2: you, you get the striped shirt and the beret and yeah, I guess so.
0: Yeah. It's like, all right, final, my final project is going to be a uh, man walking against the wind, but she was a classically trained actress. She was in Ingmar Bergman movies. In fact, she won. I think the first or the second ingmar bergman award she was oscar nominated she won a bafta that's how much you had to bring to the table to not be dragged down by this movie <laughs> now, unfortunately you, do you think she regrets being in this movie like she's like the only thing i liked about that movie is the check didn't bounce is she 11 feet tall
1: she seems like a very tall woman. Yes, yeah, probably five foot eleven. I would bet yeah. yes
0: she is. She was like towering over Jesse. Uh huh. Hopefully, she's only like five feet tall. Otherwise, Maharet was like twelve six. <laughs> yeah. So, um. But yeah, she was crippled by the fact that we had no idea who the fuck Maharet is.
1: No one knows. Nobody knows. If you, I had no clue. If you've read the books, you learn how who that person yeah. is, and we're not going to go into t- a ton of detail on that. But she's one of two of the original witches in the in right. the chronicles. Yes, she has uh, Macare, who we don't even, which, who doesn't seem to even exist in who, this.
0: In the book, obviously, had a fairly significant uh, role in the uh, attack on Akasha. Well, whatever.
1: Yes, and has an extremely important role in future Vampire Chronicles.
0: Yeah, there you go. All right. So yeah, I think her, I think her performance was fine, right? I, I wouldn't look at it like she wasn't camp or over the top. No. She just had nothing to say to help the story. Really. No,
1: no. Joe, what did you think?
2: There was nothing remarkable about her, but there wasn't anything shitty about her. And I don't know her backstory for it to sway me one way or the other.
0: Okay. Everyone else was not quite as lucky. So let's talk about a couple of the, uh, actors. Marguerite Moreau. Jesse, since the time of this movie, her career has mostly consisted of sequels to the wet, hot American summer and the mighty ducks. Yeah. She was in mighty ducks. She was so not the most tragic career arc of all time.
1: Let's well, let's talk about
0: her, portrayal. her
1: portrayal of Jesse.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't
1: have that big of a problem with her. No, portrayal. she just, I, she just was doing things that Jesse wouldn't
0: do. Right. She or damned. she was,
1: she was, um, she was an exaggerated form of Jesse. She like it was reckless. Jesse does push the boundaries. Yeah. For me, I didn't have a problem with her.
0: No, she did fine at all. Right? I thought
1: she was a fine and she's certainly very good, nice looking girl. Very yeah. beautiful. Very yeah, really. pretty girl.
0: Didn't really give a lot of scholarly vibes, no. but
1: <laughs> actually the last scene where she says to David, you want to, do you want to see what it's like? I mean, I mean, she yeah, was baby. very, she did a very good vampire. Actually. She, she looked hot as a vampire. She did. Well, she looked beautiful well, through the whole thing, Yeah,
0: but you know, what uh, the, that reminded me of was evil Willow on Buffy. Which yeah. kind A little it. bit. Yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Where she, where becomes, basically
0: you're like, Oh, you're just kind of normal, happy girl next yeah. door. And now you're, now you're bad, sex bro. on a it's, stick. It's yeah. like
1: Sandy in green. Yeah. Greek. Yes. Exactly right. Yeah. So who's after All um, right. So Jesse?
0: now we're going to talk about Paul McGann mm-hmm. who played David Talbot, one of the worst character portrayals in this entire movie. <laughs> so David Talbot, for those who don't know, was the at this time in the timeline more or less the head of the talamasca he was the ceo of this thousand year plus organization that spies on the supernat on supernatural beings right you have to have a little bit of leadership (laughs) courage gravitas (laughs) yeah and he just looked nervous the entire movie. Like he looked like he was acting and he was late for an appointment.
2: He was wimpy <laughs>
0: and he was terrified of Marius, which, okay, you know, that's reasonable the guys, a thousand year old vampire, right? But, or 2000 year old vampire at that point, you think. And, but he was just terrible. He, at no point did he communicate to us as the audience that, Hey, I'm in charge of this big organization. Instead, he just seemed like, you know, Jess's w- weird, nervous uncle. You know, I didn't get what his, what they wanted him to do there at all, and I'll bet he didn't get it either.
1: He went on to do Doctor Who. He was a doctor,
0: but he also uh-huh. he also went on to do lesbian vampire killers. No, really, with James Corden. Yes, what? Uh, James Corden is so embarrassed by that movie that he gets angry if people bring it up.
2: Is he more embarrassed by that or cats?
0: Probably, it's a tie. <laughs> it's a tie. Sure. All
2: right. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But
0: I'm sure he licked himself inappropriately in both. Love it. <laughs> I, I mean, if you were playing a nervous guy, I would say, "Well, well done, sir." But that's <laughs> not his job. He was supposed to be the head of the Talamasca. You know, I wouldn't in, put him in charge of a book club. It was. Do you
2: think you could have done a better job with the character? Yes.
0: Yes, okay. there are almost no roles in this movie that I don't think I could have done a better job in.
2: I
1: don't think you could have sashayed like Akasha, oh. but I mean, don't rush to judge. You've seen me dance. Don't rush to judge. <laughs> I have seen you dance. Yes, I-, I agree with you. I don't think that he was. He was suited. He was terrible, but I, that's the way the character was written. Obviously, yeah. Is it is well? Was- I don't
0: know that it's obvious, but he was terrible. The script was terrible for him. Yeah. It was awful
1: yeah th- well this is i mean that could, could be the best actor in the whole world yeah and that script is gonna really
0: but like if you put you. bill murray in that role
1: well then bill murray turns it would have been into amazing
0: like, yeah. <laughs> by the way there's almost no movie that can't be improved by but casting bill, bill murray, murray.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right who's next
0: all right and then the last in my list
1: okay but not least
0: yes well possibly stewart
2: mr stewart townsend he
0: i guarantee you He gets shit about this to this very day has to just, just terrible. And, you know, in, you know, in general, we thought he was a decent actor, right?
1: Yeah. I think he, I think he was,
0: but he was, he, since he was the star of this movie, even though he's not the titular character, he was the star of this movie. He had the most screen time. He was, he wasn't good, especially when he was doing the Gollum face. The, but obviously he was greatly victimized by the shitty quality of this movie. And I'll tell you what he's been doing since then. <laughs> Law oh, and order. No.
2: He, yeah, no, but you Which know what is else now?
0: Yeah. Law and order is now the love boat <laughs> slash fantasy island of acting <laughs> opportunities. <laughs> it's like, oh, you can't get as much work, but we still have a kind of recognizable face we you can play rapist number one or whatever, whatever, you know, you can Mark, play you're that. really
2: sleeping on the big thing that he did though. What was that? In 21, he was in a Hallmark
0: movie. No! Oh, was he, was he yeah. a, uh, was he a Prince lumberjack combination? In <laughs> I know he,
2: he was, he was a Prince of course, uh, he some sort of nobleman. I, I actually saw yeah. the movie it was with, um, Lacey Chabert. Yeah. But I did, I did actually watch the movie that he was in, not, in you know, yeah. preparation for this, I just watch Hallmark movies because I'm a loser. <laughs>
1: and so I remember understand. the movie,
2: and he was like, you know, at least he was i I'll give him this, he was a main character. Yeah. And, you know, his looks, let's just say men usually get better with age. Thank he's you. the anomaly in that. Oh no, his no. He
0: got, Did he hit the wall?
2: Oh yeah, twice. Hit it twice. Oh. <laughs> Backed up and hit it again no oh, did that's not, terrible not did not you know and and he was an attractive he's an attractive guy when he was younger
0: so let's just say he didn't uh cover himself with glory after that movie
1: no I think that he oh had he could have done better with what if they had given him something but he was crippled with that stupid makeup you couldn't find you know him what though he- like no one who's finding him sexy
0: and do you want to know another reason to believe in the fact that this movie has cursed him <laughs> do you know what movie he was working on that he was replaced on day two yes
1: what lord of the rings
0: he was gonna be, was aragorn, gonna be aragorn in the lord of the rings and P- after two days peter jackson's like i think we're bringing in vigo and that would I have been a career making movie nobody would have remembered queen of the damned he would have been in all f- 11,000 of the Lord What's of the Rings
2: What's the tea, movie? though? What did he do? Like, did they find out he was in Queen he of the Damned? just dam didn't like him for the part. Have yeah. you in this movie with your dirty past?
0: No, um, I just think he just didn't. I I guess Peter Jackson just didn't like him for the part. But Interesting. Um, yeah, so he was clearly cursed by this. And I can only assume that Michael Reimer, who was the director whatever, was killed in a gardening accident or something shortly after this film wrapped.
1: I don't know. I mean, for me... The worst, most egregious issue with this movie is just the script, is just how far away from the source material mm. it was. They had nothing that they could work with. So all of these actors, if their careers did take a hit because of that, this, that's too bad. Because I think they were, you know, the, like you said, they're kind of crippled. They made Lestat in this film where in the 94 version of Interview with the Vampire, they at least kind of skirted the subtext of their relationship, Louis and Lestat's yeah. relationship. And, you know, it was sexual, but you, it wasn't explicitly sexual. Right. You could see, you know, they, they, they made choices in the film. In this, they have completely straight washed him. Oh yeah. He's not Louie who. Yeah. There's no Louie. There's no Louie. There's no, and in the, in the book. Louis exists in the in this scene in the book. In fact, Louis and Lestat have a an, uh, conversation. Yeah. This is the first conversation that they're having. Decades, since, decades. Yeah,
0: and well, since s- Lestat woke, went to sleep, went right? um, went
1: underground, so they have taken this character who is bisexual. And or even probably pansexual.
0: He likes a little variety. He
1: likes a variety. He likes a variety. So from time to time. Yes. um So I would say they've taken this very interesting complex character and they have straight washed him and given him a girlfriend. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't know how you could have played it any safer with this material. Yeah. And, and what I've learned, and I think what is important to, that comes out of this TV series is that. They didn't play it safe.
0: Oh, lean into the gay.
1: They well lean into the, lean into the
2: source material,
1: source to, the, material to what and, it is if you, and all of it. Not just, just the, not just the game, but like the, just the whole vibe of it. What is right. it? What like the, the vampirism and what, what is this and what, and toxicity of the relationship that Roland is determined to tell, right? He, he reads this book and sees a toxic relationship and that's what he's bringing yeah. to the. The forefront and they're leaning into that, taking those risks and leaning in makes it a, a better
0: show and this
1: film didn't do that.
0: And I will say that Michael Reimer did go on to do the remake of Battlestar Galactica, Mm -hmm. which is critically acclaimed. He owed every single actor that was in that movie major roles on that show and he didn't give it to him. Fuck
2: that guy. <laughs> but here's For the Stuart thing, I got Townsend a bone to, pick. He had to go to Hallmark. Yeah.
0: Stewart Townsend should have been fucking Adama, you know? <laughs> he should have been like the head of the whole fleet, but no. He was uh given nothing.
2: Nothing. But I have a bone to pick with you, Christina. Good. Me, how okay. Now you know I love you. <laughs> but I feel like you're doing to this movie what you do to Alexandra Daddario in The Mayfair Witches, where you're making excuses for shitty acting. This is where we part ways here in in, in this context of the source material. They're working with what they they were given, and maybe that was the direction they were given. You make that excuse a lot for shitty acting. And you do it for Alexandra Daddario, and you're doing it now for this film. And I, I don't, I couldn't agree less with you, and that's I okay. think. It's okay. I mean, shitty I think, acting. Mark, to be
0: fair, I probably made Gina? more excuses for their shitty acting on Mayfair.
1: I don't know. I Christina think Christina did. did. No, I I agree, and I and I stand by it because an actor can only do as well as the material that they're given and the unless, di- and the direction unless, unless they're a very. Bill, they're
0: Bill Murray. That's yeah,
1: right. well, unless you're a, <laughs> a, a highly, you know, th- that really understands like a filmmaking process, uh, I, right? But, uh, and and is able to direct themselves. I know that that's, a, right. that's meant to be a very difficult thing is to direct yourself. Of course,
0: because you can't see what you're doing wrong.
1: Yeah, but I mean, no. so that wasn't the case here. These actors are, they are making choices about their characters, but they are not, they're not doing it in a vacuum. They're being given notes and stuff from directors
0: correct um, I don't know
2: I just think if you're a good actor you can kind of turn something into a s- little bit better than the nothing that they're putting out like I mean Aaliyah rest in peace again I'm, I don't mean to talk ill of the dead but what the fuck was she doing the whole movie? Her voice, the movement. Wiggling.
0: She's not a hugely experienced. She's a singer. Actor at that
1: right, point. right. Very yeah. little experience. And, I get
0: that. But and her job was to look menacing and beautiful.
1: Uh, you know, you said something about the way that she talks. And I, I want to bring something up. None of them, there was no standard pronunciation of Lestat. Yeah. Some were Fred, Lestat, I noticed that. some were Lestat. Like
0: Lestat.
1: <laughs> what are you doing? Like have some con- again. This is like a continuity bad daddy, thing, like you know. get continuity. Uh. If his name is Lestat, <laughs> then everybody pronounce yeah. his name Lestat. Y'all
0: are educated vampires, you know, get it right,
1: but it's just bad direction. Lestat. I do it too, though. I say
2: Lestat, Lestat. Um, well, but I'm also not in a movie,
0: so and you're also not being paid a single nickel to say no. You start
2: paying me, I'll
0: work on that. Thank you,
1: and, and I'm gonna do a caveat here, unless the character is is mispronouncing Lestat because of their dialect or because of with whatever. the that was not the case that was not the cute. that was not the case with yeah. a- 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 aliyah at all it just seemed like there because in that film none nobody there, everybody pronounced it differently well and i think you just have, have been- a big heart
2: christina because you
1: just
2: you're so gracious to know. everybody
0: You know what the most surprising thing about this entire movie was? Mm. It made money. No, did it? Thirty million dollar budget grossed like forty five. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody got paid big on that movie. Do
2: you think Stuart Townsend gets residuals?
0: I think he probably would just leave, let the checks collect on a, on like, a table. Like, somewhere. Did he, is he
2: making his money on the back end of this movie? No, like, I, don't think, I don't think I don't think he's
0: getting residuals because it's a movie, not a TV show. So probably not.
1: Well, like, they do they get back end pay. Yeah,
0: they can get back in. I mean, the the end of that one is blown out at this point. Yeah. Get I it? mean, it's not yeah.
2: <laughs> it's not like oh, uh, Mark. It's,
1: it's not a cult favorite though. Like no, people are people
0: love to hate it, but they don't unlock and rewatch it to hate it more. And it's I'm a, never
1: watching it again. Yeah,
0: it's not a Rocky horror, right? You know, no, that's what we
1: talked about. Yeah, that. it's it not doesn't a cult. Have that cult, that cult, feel like you, Rocky Horror, and at least Showgirls with Rocky
0: Horror, whatever. you can say like, okay, yeah, they were trying to, you know, send do a send up, be campy. Of, you know, yeah, exactly. But um, you can't say that here. It was just poorly done.
2: It was unintentionally campy, which is not yeah. good.
1: Well, right. And even, yeah, no, because even then sometimes unintentional camp, you can go, okay, right. Th- this was meant to be a very like serious drama. But killer then
0: clowns from outer then space it, then became becomes a camp. Yeah.
1: Okay. You know, and then you, you like it because it's that it didn't start out to be that way, but that's what it was, but that's what it became. This movie makes me wonder how they are going to ha- handle things this coming season and seasons going forward. I'm wondering if they're gonna do a combo. I know that they were kind of gonna wait for season three to do the vampire Lestat, but I wonder-
0: Mash it up a little bit.
1: I wonder if they're gonna mash it up and it's gonna be the second half of interview and then you're gonna get some Lestat background or are you just gonna see Lestat in this vacuum that interview with a vampire is right. Because again, interview with the vampire was written before there was an idea that there was going to be a vampire Lestat. I would like to see the mashup of it. I'd like to get a little bit too. And I think maybe they're going to get You're going to see some history, uh, deep history. So the 1700s yeah. history, I think we're going to get a Nikki this yeah. year. No, I
0: think you, well, I don't know about this year, but I think they've cast a Nikki, haven't they? Maybe. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: I don't uh-huh. remember. No, I think I'd know if they had cast a Nikki. No, mm-hmm. I don't think they
0: cast. A Nikki. That's not really a very good. Christina has her finger on the pulse. True.
1: No, I I should have my finger more on the pulse. <laughs> All right. So a lot of people on Twitter are saying that um, they really like the soundtrack. I guess that's the last thing. Well, to I say. mean, it was
0: basically corn. I did not like it. If you like corn,
1: mm-hmm. I like corn. did the music. There were, well, there were multiple singers. Multiple singers sang for Stuart Townsend. In this, yeah, in it this. was the guy from Corn. Well, not not all of them were the guy. Was the guy every from Korn. single one of them? No. was
0: Corn guy. No. I mean, I'm not a big corn fan, but I thought that the music stuff they pulled off fairly well. Like it could have very, I, if I had guessed what it was going to be like, it would have come off like the Brady Bunch singing, right? <laughs> But they did better than that. Thankfully,
2: thankfully he didn't join an acapella group, Mark.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) All right. So yeah, for me, I thought the music, the soundtrack is probably the redeeming quality of the film going forward though. What are we thinking? What kind of music would you like Lestat the rock star to do in the modern age? Pick me,
2: pick me, pick me. I got my hand up. All right, Joe, you. Maniskin, you had called it that one day when we were talking about it. That he reminds you of the leads, you know that that not that he reminds you of it, but you could kind of see him being like a a Damiano David from Maniskin. And ever since you've said that, and I, they always come up on my TikTok FYP page, and I would like them to do music like that. Like I would actually just like them to cover Maniskin. I think it would be great. I think something like that, like a maniskin type.
0: I have a problem Why? with that. Because that band, ma- that band name makes me think of something that's removed at birth in you know, a religious <laughs> ceremony.
1: Uh, <but laughs> I don't think it's pronounced manskin. <laughs> maniskin I think, it's, I think it's pronounced. No, it's, I think
2: it's I've man. I've heard the pronounce- It's not moan skin. Christina, I'll send you a TikTok of him saying it himself. It's maniskin.
0: He was inspired by a bris <laughs> <laughs> to make his band name.
1: It means it's in Danish. I think it's a Danish word and and it means moonlight. Maybe,
0: um, for me, doom, doom, doom. So you want him to go? I want to go Bauhaus. i wanna go Bauhaus. Yeah. I want, you know, you're not going to get that. What you're really going to get is metal, right? You're going to get metal. Like eighties hairband metal. Uh, you might get Norwegian death metal. I'm not sure for.
1: The love of oh, God. I don't think you'll. I don't think. We'll I think it. you're
0: going to get metal. To me, Lestat as a performer mm-hmm. would be Robert Plant,
1: singing goth music.
0: He, well, I don't care if it's goth music or not, but you know he would be Robert Plant, mm-hmm. right? You think so? Oh, absolutely. Like, first of all, Robert Plant's great. Don't get me. I'm wrong. just
2: picturing his his aesthetic.
0: I don't yeah. know. I mean, he, he would wear body suits cut down to his (laughs) nutsack and you know, like the long hair and you know, just wild abandon and a beautiful voice. I, that's, that's my aesthetic for, for Lestat, the rock star. I guarantee they won't do that. They're going to do, they're going to do some kind of metal thing. They have to.
2: Christina, what was yours?
1: Uh, I think I would like, I think he could do like a singer songwriter and do like, um, Oh, what's his name? That I Mason Jennings or something like that. I <laughs> just like what? I know I I probably I don't know who that is about what? this, but I'm I, I don't know if that would be his vibe or if like it, Neil Sadaka. No, not <laughs> Neil Sedaka.
0: <laughs> bad, bad blood. Is he gonna be the new Barry
2: Manilow? Is he gonna yeah. sing? Man? no, Mandy? no I'm not like that kind of. First of all, you
0: can't just be a singer-songwriter because then there's no space for Tough Cookie.
1: <laughs> That's right. It's gotta be Tough Cookie. If okay? Tough Cookie
0: is not in the TV show.
1: Oh, Mark's
0: gonna I be out.
2: Are, <laughs> are you gonna to quit his, the podcast if she's uh, not in the TV show? Needs,
0: I might.
1: I his tough cookie. Yeah. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Um, I don't know if there's really anybody. It feels like. Every section, as I'm as we're recording this, in my mind I'm editing it, and I'm like thinking about where I'm going to break it up in sections. In no, a every one section, it's it's a terrible movie. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. You should really name that- the episode "It's a Terrible Movie." All righty. Well, uh, that will wrap it up. Thank you for being patient with us. We had we were technically interrupted the last time due to a loss of power, and an act of God, Wi-Fi, and then uh, we were, Mark and I were gone for the weekend, so. We appreciate you being patient with us about that. We will be back next week with a new episode. And then after that, we're off for a month. We're not, you're not going to have us for a month.
0: Oh, my God. Don't cry. What's everybody going to do?
1: They <laughs> can go back and listen to old episodes.
0: There you go. Thank you.
1: And that's it. I guess that's all I have. Joe, do you want to take us out? Sure. I uh, just want to remind everybody that the
2: next time you hear from me, I will. it'll be um, A.D. after Damon. So it's going to be just a whole new, I'm going to be reborn. I'm excited. I guess we'll work in some fun interview stuff with some Vampire Diaries fans into our episode or something or a future episode. And if you enjoyed today's show, make sure you share us with your friends. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find us at Vampire underscore Insider. Mark is at Mark Eats Peach and Christina is at Christina Jen app. Thank you guys. Hope you had a great night. Good night, Mark. Good night, Christina.
1: Bye. Peace
0: out, Cub Scouts.